Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Loki podcast, a podcast in which I talk about Loki. As always, I'm Annie and of course I'm here to talk about the brand new comic that came out just today, Thor and Loki Double Trouble number one. So first off, this episode will, of course, contain spoilers, which is pretty much the case of all episodes, but since this is brand new content, I thought I should probably specify. So Thor and Loki Double Trouble is a four-part limited series, written by Mariko Tamaki with art from the illustration team Guruhuru. And this creative team actually also made Spider-Man and Venom Double Trouble. They're both very light-hearted takes on a villain-hero team-up. And so the basic premise of Thor and Loki Double Trouble is that our boys are in their teenage years, and, as always, Loki is leading Thor into trouble. And first of all, I just want to say a few words about the art in this comic. For a start, I usually try and avoid buying loads of different variant covers, because honestly, why am I spending that much money on basically just different versions of the same thing? But all of that goes out the window when we're talking about pretty pictures of my favourite characters, which is why I have so many different copies of Lords of Empire Emperor Hulkling and also three different variants of this comic. Honestly, the cover art is just all so cool and so pretty. Obviously, this is all very visual, so I'm not going to sit here and try and describe them to you, but personally, I got the basic cover, the Henderson cover, and the Bustos cover. And basically, I just really love the way Loki is drawn on these covers and in the comic itself. It's essentially the most recent design of Loki that we're probably all pretty familiar with at this point, with the little horn mask and the long green coat and all of that. But this version of that design I think is particularly appealing just for how cute it is. I also really love the way Asgard is drawn in this comic. So a lot of the general aesthetic is definitely taken from the most recent run of Thor comics, the 2021, but it's a lot more white and shiny and it's definitely a lot more classical in its design. And that kind of brand new, clean look definitely fits in a comic that is about Thor and Loki's childhood, their teenage years. And the way Thor and Loki are drawn themselves is also very interesting. In general, the style is quite cartoonish, so the facial expressions are very exaggerated, and there's a lot of movement and kind of dynamic poses, I guess. Thor and Loki are also starkly differentiated in the way they're drawn. Thor is big and bulky and has this big, angular face, Whereas Loki is very petite, he looks tiny beside Thor, and he has a very round, kind of babyish face. But in fact, both the brothers do look very young, and they act it too. The comic opens with this very charming little contest between Thor and Loki as they really show off their individual skills and talents. Thor flies in and shows how strong he is and how he can summon lightning, and all of the watching Asgardians are very impressed. And then a second later, Loki comes in and demonstrates his ability to teleport and shapeshift and do various magical things, and he gets a round of applause too. Admittedly, the Asgardians do look a little bit miffed when Loki first turns up, but there is a real sense that both the princes are admired and this is very much a friendly competition. And you know, that's what really stands out about this comic, it's such a lovely take on Thor and Loki's relationship. While the brothers are definitely at odds to some extent, Loki's antics are met with more of a exasperated eye-roll than abject horror that your brother would do something like that to you. There's none of the angst that you see in their later, more mature relationship. And if you've listened to pretty much any other episode of this podcast, you probably know that my tastes run more towards the angst side of things, but I am just really into how nice this comic is, and the kind of familiarity and fondness there seems to be between Thor and Loki. Of course, Loki definitely is up to some mischief. Loki goads Thor into stealing the lure of Lumina from their father's treasury. A lure, of course, being a kind of long horn that you get in the Scandinavian Bronze Age. This is actually probably one of the few things I remember from the entire course of my education in history. 
And while Thor is initially very suspicious, as he should be, Loki knows exactly what buttons to press and suggests that Thor is just scared, a taunt that Thor obviously can't just ignore. And, of course, this isn't just a disinterested dare. Loki has motives even more ulterior than they initially appeared, and promptly summons the Midgard Serpent. Which, you know, is actually pretty nefarious, but the whole thing stays very light in tone. Loki doesn't come across as evil or malicious, just a little bit mischievous. And that pattern of antagonism between Thor and Loki is definitely played for laughs. Think the difference between Thor's threat to kill Loki in Thor The Dark World versus the charming little tale of Loki shapeshifting into a snake and then stabbing Thor in Thor Ragnarok. In fact, at one point in the comic, Loki actually threatens to turn into a snake and bite Thor's face off. And in return, Thor threatens to barbecue Loki with lightning. So, you know, that hero versus villain antagonism is there, but it's been declawed, it's lost its bite. And in general, this comic is just very funny. It's a very childish kind of humour, but I'm very into it. I love it when Loki warns Thor not to lose focus while he's flying with his hammer, lest he should fall into the moat, at which point Thor loses focus and falls into the moat. It's a kind of slapstick humour, but it works. And I think my favourite moment in the whole comic is when Thor is recounting a time when Loki challenged him to a race, only to hypnotise him into thinking he's a rock. And then you get this picture of Loki triumphantly crossing the finish line, while Thor lies on the floor, curled in a ball and looking vaguely displeased. I don't know why this particular image just really got me, but I couldn't stop laughing. And this is then followed up by the very telling exchange in which Loki says, that was a lifetime ago, and Thor says, that was three days ago. And that's what I really loved about this comic. It has a lot of the key elements of Thor and Loki's relationship, that kind of antagonism and brotherly competition. But this is a snapshot from their past. It doesn't have to be so heavy or so angsty. And Loki doesn't have to be an outright villain. It's just fun and silly in a way that I've really enjoyed. And that cartoonish, exaggerated art style really works with the kind of humour we get throughout. And so my general opinion on it is that it does what it does very well. It isn't deeply emotional, and the plot is very simple and easy to follow. It definitely feels like it's aimed at a younger audience, especially in comparison to something like the 2020 run of Thor. But that definitely isn't a criticism. The art is gorgeous, it's very funny, and the whole thing is just so charming. I've been so looking forward to reading this title, and it definitely did not disappoint. And so on a final note, what do I think we can expect from next issue? So this issue ends with Loki trying to set Thor up in a fight against the Midgard Serpent, and then getting caught up in it himself. And by caught up in it, I mean Thor grabs him by the collar and puts him in a headlock. But anyway, I assume the next issue is going to be Thor and Loki coming up against the Midgard Serpent. And I do hope that means we get to see more of them playing around with their specific powers and abilities. At this point, it still seems like they're trying to get a hang of their powers, especially Thor if his quick swim in the moat is anything to judge by. But if we look at the cover of issue number two, it seems like this fight is not going to go the way either of them expect. The cover shows the Midgard Serpent getting very cosy with Loki, like licking his face kind of cosy. And I mean, I say the Midgard Serpent, but that's still in doubt at this point. Loki jokes that this could just be his sister Mildred. But whatever the identity of the giant roaring sea snake is, it might just be a little bit less hostile than it initially seems. So those are just some of my thoughts on Thor and Loki Double Trouble so far. And if you have any strong opinions or spicy takes on this comic, I would actually really love to hear from you. This is brand new, so I don't really have a sense of what the general fandom feelings are on it yet. 
As always, you can email me at thelokipodcast at gmail.com or message me on Twitter, Tumblr or Instagram at lokipodcast. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of bonus Loki podcast content and I'll see you next episode.